A Syracuse Sports Center starts now. Good morning, I'm Joe Salzone. The Yankees beat the White Sox 5-4 on a walk-off home run by Neil Walker. The Yankees fell behind 4-0 before two-run home runs by Miguel Andujar and Aaron Hicks to tie the game. The Master of the Cubs played nine innings to a 1-1 tie before the skies opened up and the game had to be suspended. Jacob deGrom was fantastic again, striking out 10 over eight innings of one-run ball. He lowered his league-best ERA to 1.68. The Mets and Cubs will finish up the suspended game today at 1 o'clock before playing their regular game at 2.20. Hear the coverage right here on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. And CNS grad Brianna Stewart scored 27 points and had a key tie-up and jump ball win in the final seconds of the Seattle Storm's overtime win in Game 2 of the WNBA semifinals. The Storm take a 2-0 series lead and could clinch a spot in the finals with a win in Game 3 on Friday night. More commentary from Pauly coming up. Joe Salzone, the Daniel Baldwin Show starts hey, now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Canyon. You're listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the ah. I just like that beginning now. Indeed. Ah. Welcome to the big show. Uh, you seem a little perturbed. Paul. Well, Seth Goldberg's a jerk. Wow. Strong. And I, and getting, can we get a hot take thing on that? <laughs> well, we, I, 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 I didn't ask you for a hot take I know. Thing. It's not open. I'm just so frustrated with him. What did wow. he do wrong? What happened now? Because I want local stories in our sports centers. Because why even do them if there's not going to be local s- stories? We just tape right. the ones off the of ESPN and play them. So I told him the day Brianna Stewart won MVP, he should have put that into the it's thing. It's big news. She, local girl little, wins MVP. Now he's putting her stats in for every game she's playing, and he's just being a jerk and lazy. I don't think he's doing it to be a jerk. Yes, he is. I know exactly. He's taking your note of cover Brianna Stewart. <laughs> no, that's not. I didn't say cover Brianna Stewart. I said cover local stories. I mean, he's doing play-by-play for high school football. Coming up in a couple days. Maybe he could throw in a high school football story. He's just lazy and yeah, nice feel good story. God. Nice feel good story would be good. Well, here, here's so let me tell you. So I, I, I go to the fair. As you football starting on Saturday, tell, tell us about something that happened at practice. Let me t- let me uh, l- let me tell you what, what my experience with Seth has been this week. So I I, I had to go do. Uh, um, uh, some PSAs uh, uh, for uh, breast cancer over at the fair. And I bring the girls with me, and we get done doing what I had to do. And uh, we're kind of walking around, checking it out. Big fair. It's amazing over there. And uh, I see Seth. I hear his voice. And I'm like, that sounds like Seth. And I see what the ESPN has a booth over there, and it's Seth over there with Infante. And, and so I look at him, and I, and, I, and, I, and I wave at him. You would think, I don't know, this is just me, you would think he'd go, hey, come over for do it. Do you want to come mm-hmm. on with us or do you want nothing? He put his hand you up. You can't get the mic out of his mouth. No. That's the key. He that, loves now it. you have it. 
He likes to listen to himself. Blah, blah, about, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, oh, he's on my poop so list. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I just thought, you know what, I'm not going to put myself out and walk over there if he's not going to say, hey, come jump on. Or That's the whole thing I don't get about. You, you know, you say do the local stuff, but um, you have to get out of the local mentality. You know, you want to report on it, but you want to report on it at the highest quality you can, like the pros do it in Bristol and blah, blah, blah. And uh, good luck with that. But anyway... Um, so what else is happening? Oh, everything is happening. How was the morning show? Oh, it's fantastic. You checking your watch? Gotta go. <laughs> no, I'm getting my. Is, are we done here? Are we done? Yeah, exactly. No, I was just getting a message. Uh, it was fantastic. Is that the uh, iPhone watch? The thing? Apple Watch. Yeah, that's the Apple Watch. Is yeah. it? Is it badass? I love it. Keeps me off my phone. I don't need to. If I get a message, I can just read it and I'm done. Is that Dick Tracy type? You know, oh, like yeah. you're on there. I'm like go can go. You, can you talk into it? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, call yeah. me back. Uh, yeah. Dick Tracy, Dick oh, Tracy. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I kind of like that. How much, are they? How much Night are they? Rider? $25,000. No, it's, uh, no, it's three ninety nine. dollars I think it's 300 bucks. Is, is, that, is that standard or is there like your move up you version? You can upgrade. You can get different variations. And what do you it. get when you go up? Different colors and uh, more storage, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I see. So it's a capacity thing yeah. like the phones. Are and there's ones that you don't even need your phone. Like it connects to the cell. So you can leave your phone at the house if you want. I'm going to wait till they put the chip in the ear. You just click your ear and talk. I like it. I know. I got nothing against that. I think that. I'm going to have a chip instilled in your head. Instilled. Syracuse is six-point favorites against Western Michigan. You taking that bet? I'm taking the wood. I'm taking the, I'm taking the points. I'm running. And it's it's going to be, be closer than that? that you're gonna it's going to be more than six weight because I think people will look at the pedigree of Syracuse. Remember something when, when we're talking about point spreads. The point spreads are determined by the action. So there's the initial line that comes out, which is why betting early is really, really smart, particularly if you um, you want to lay the points. When I say that, I mean, so New England playing the Jets comes out at four. Grab the four right away if you like New England because it's only probably going to go up. This point spread, I guarantee you, goes up. People are going to be enticed by it being less than a touchdown, and they're going to turn around and they're going to bet because of Syracuse's pedigree and their ACC affiliation and their schedule, they're looking at that saying they're going to beat a MAC team even on the road by more than a touchdown. So watch that. I'm going to predict now that that point spread goes to seven and a half. And, and anything over a touchdown, I'm definitely taking Western. Um, but but here's the great thing: if you wait to what the put the line on the game is up to five minutes before the game. That's when the guys that do it for a living go in and pound the team they want, and suddenly you'll watch that line drop down to five or something mm-hmm. like that. If they know something that we don't know, or and they do, they have access to that kind of information. But at six, that's you know a two field goal game or a touchdown without an extra point. Um, I'm saying I'm saying I'm still taking Western in that game. I had John Wildhack on this morning, and Did I asked him some on? questions. Yeah, I wow. had him on. I asked him. I I asked him just are the conversations being had with between him and Babers like, hey, it's third season. Are we going to see some growth? Are we going to see some more wins? And he says, no, we're not talking like that. We're just trying to... He says he's got enough pressure on him already. He doesn't want to put more pressure on him, you know, by holding his feet to the fire. But, I mean, I think it's unspoken that <clears throat> season number three, we want to see some activity. Well, Although he, he says it takes five years. So Wild Hat gave him five years. Right. Well, he said that on our show. And so what I'll say in defense of Coach Babers is that, um, first of all, I think you need to see a full cycle freshman to senior of his guys. Right. That has not occurred yet. That'll be next year. That he'll have all guys he recruited. Okay, then then I guess Wildhack's given him another season to you know. But but really the definition is what do you consider improvement? And so when we did our predictions on on um, th- what the outcome of this season would be, 
uh, you both had more wins for Syracuse than I did. And I'll, and I'll tell you what. If we don't lose to Wake and give up 68 points and we lose a 10-point game and we play, you know, within 25 of Clemson and within, you know what I mean? Like if we're in games, if, if, if the outcome of the game hasn't been determined by the middle of the third quarter, I, in my opinion, that is growth. They're in the ACC. It's a very tif- a difficult division. It won't be determined necessarily for me by wins and losses. The linchpin for most programs is six wins to get to a bowl game. And therefore, you've won enough games to represent your team beyond the regular schedule. And, and I think that that is a, a, a measuring stick. Uh, by many, many programs. And, and also in Syracuse, I think, they'd like to see them consistently go. It may be the uh, who's a wannabe bowl, you know, played in, you know, Dirt Stadium or whatever, but it's a bowl game, which means you won six. I know Paulie has him at six. I think you had Syracuse at six. Yeah. I had him at four. Um, so, um, but but again, if we're in those games and, and we're getting closer to winning, it's when you look at a program that loses. I mean, there was about a three- game run last year near the end of the season where we lost by more than 30 points in, in two or three of the games and, and that's that's just that's not that's not growth in a program for me so i look i look forward to being competitive in the games and i and i, I don't want to hang a win loss thing on his success level but it is quite interesting that you would bring that up but at what point do you well, well at what point do you want to win loss well, I think that's been, because next year you're going into a year. If Dungy stays healthy, you got a quarterback who's a redshirt sophomore taking over the program. So you got to take a step back again on offense. So no, no. I, well, I agree with you, but I think what was already established by Josh was we're looking at a five year before we start saying, "Hey, man, we got to win seven. You know, what I mean, or you start counting the wins as the protocol for which you're successful. Because a four-win team doesn't sell tickets, and that's their end of the day. Absolutely. And and so, and so there's an article out now that if Vegas is right about these 10 Power 5 teams, will they fire their coaches? And so Mike McIntyre of Colorado, they have at 4.5 wins. Now, Colorado, you know, back with New Heisel and years that they threatened to be a national power, um, you know, there's a program, again, They've had much more long-term success and and sh- and and had years where they were in and out of the national co- conversation. Yeah, you could go back to those years when Syracuse played them in a bowl game when they had Cordell Stewart and Michael Westbrook right. and Syracuse. But, but for Syracuse, that was yeah. once every five years. Colorado was in the top ten every year cool. for ten years. So, so the point that I'm trying to make is this is a projection of. Big programs with coaches, but not every program that we're talking about on this list. Number two is Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech, which they feel will probably win six games this year. So now that puts him in a bowl game. I think that probably Georgia Tech is not a national power no, anymore. I mean, I've always said that that's the the model Syracuse should be shooting for is the Georgia Tech model in the ACCs. But 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 Lovey Smith is at Illinois, and they're projecting four wins for Lovey, and they're saying he's in trouble. He's in trouble. Now, Illinois hasn't been in a national conversation in a long time, and they play in a really tough division there in the Big Ten. So, you know, I don't see them doing much better than four. Um, David David Beatty is is uh, projected to win three games for Kansas this year. Which is a lot of wins for Kansas. But you know what? If Kansas wins three, I think he's, he keeps his job. <laughs> Mark Stoops is at Kentucky, and they say 5.5, which means um, one, one, the people that voted on this uh, must have, uh, half of them had him at six, half of them had him at four, or five rather, and he came in at 5.5. So does 5.5 at Kentucky keep you your job? I don't know. If it's six and he goes to a bowl game, again, I think he goes. LSU, here's a more interesting question. Um, 
Ed Orgeron is is projected to win seven games at LSU. Hey, LSU fans are not happy at seven wins. No, they're not. That's a that's a you come in at ten and lose three, and 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 you're you're okay with it. But they they're a national picture team. They they're they're going to fire him at seven wins. He's gone. That, that's that's my guess. And these are all guys that they think that are on the bubble. Larry Fedora at North Carolina, they have at 5.5. I think he's lucky to go five or six wins. If he goes six, that's a bonus for him. If he goes five, they don't go to a bowl game. He gets fired. Um, uh, they have uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech at six wins. Um, you know, I, th- I think... I think at six he's safe again because he can hang his head on going to some kind of bowl game. The Rutgers head coach, Chris Ash, is at 3.5 wins. He's gone. If he only wins three games this year or four, I think he's got to go. But here's an interesting one is is Derek Mason at Vanderbilt. Now, they have Vanderbilt at 4.5 wins. Vanderbilt's in the SEC. I mean, you know, if they don't clean up the three games that they play out of the division— they're lucky. Vanderbilt's going to win maybe one game in in their division. They're much more of an of, of a uh, an academic school than they are a powerhouse. Although they've been playing baseball pretty well of late. Um, also, Maryland uh, DJ Durkin could be fired before the season really even gets going. I mean, Maryland is a program well, he, that has struggled greatly. Well, he has that whole incident going on. Well, he's so, got an incident. Yes. Yeah, so. Paul, you want to talk about the incident? Yeah, everybody knows about the incident. It's kind of close to you, isn't it, Paul? Really, when you think about it. <laughs> you want to go to break and come back and I'm talk about some at, more now mesmerizing? Now you've got me in a vortex of boring, and I'm looking at uh, Vanderbilt's schedule. Okay, let's go to Vanderbilt's schedule. Go, game one. Middle Tennessee. The, uh, Middle Tennessee who beat Syracuse last year. Nevada, Notre Dame, South Carolina, Tennessee State, Georgia, Florida, Kentucky, Arkansas, Missouri, Mississippi State. No, Ole Miss, sorry, and uh, Tennessee. They're going to get throttled. Okay, so they're going to get throttled the last five. The the games they got to win, they got to beat Nevada. They got to be, and Nevada's no joke, man. Those guys will throw the ball fifty times a game. I mean, they're an air circus out there. So you know, you could be looking at a Vanderbilt team that wins two games. In which case, again, are you going to blame this on on this coach? Who's he recruiting against? You know, they're, 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 there's guys, that the academic requirements to get into and stay in Vanderbilt are, are, are higher than going to Florida, I promise. All right, let's take a break. Wow, a lot of football information coming at you. You think oh. we're not a sports show? Who says? Holy cow. We'll be right back. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. <sighs> Take it to us, Josh. I love when I have to sit there and let the stupid bed play because you're ranting like a lunatic. I like. Uh, I was ranting. I was I like ranting him. about the event last, yesterday. All right. <laughs> How'd that go? The orange stripe. <laughs> the orange stripe was great, man. I went down there and I I saw Gomez and Lisa there mm. and Joe Salzone. Yeah, they were there for the morning parrot show. The Seth was there. Seth was Seth there. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Seth. Seth was there. Was he announcing something in, from one of the bathrooms? <laughs> I'm Seth Goldberg. Rating horrible sports centers. Oh, my God, I love Seth. CBS has asked their commentators to not mention things like point spreads, covering point spreads, over-unders, etc. during NFL telecasts. Because they don't want to jinx their bets, or what is the reason why? 
They just said, we're not doing it right now with our NFL coverage. The ruling has only affected a small handful of states, talking about you know states yeah. that have legalized right. gambling. Well, when it becomes more widespread, they're going to have to talk about well, it. Well, okay, okay, so, so you're not supposed to imply, you're not supposed to... There are people that bet illegally, too. They listen to this show. They listen to a lot of radio. They watch TV. They watch sporting events. We're not promoting them to go ahead and do something that's ditching the IRS or, or doing something illegal, nor are we supporting that they do that. But the reality of the world is that they do do it. So I think it's so ridiculous that with things that we will mention. This this country is so crazy. We'll, we'll watch a TV show where they lop somebody's head off violently and then bring a CSI team in to just determine what kind of sword it was they did it with. But we won't say... Yeah, the spread on the Knicks game is two two and a half points in Game Three. Like, who? Who? Uh, really? You know, it, 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 it mind boggles me. Yes, it's going on. People are gambling. They're they're doing it. They're doing it. Do you and, uh, deal with that kind of addiction too in the gambling front? No, never. No? I, uh, um, I often. I mean, I go stay at at Del Lago uh, probably once or even twice well, you, a month. Not you, personally. and I don't play. Not you personally. Oh, like, do I do you, I service people yeah. intervention? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times you'll find uh, uh, a cross addiction, or um, there'll, there'll be um, uh, multiple problems wrong. Yeah, I, I would say for those people whose addiction of in gambling has gotten to a level where it's a problem in their life, there's alcohol or something involved in it too. So yeah, it, but it usually comes out later. They're in they're in rehab and they go. Yeah, well, you know, and that other thing is I owe that guy, you know, 20 grand. Well, you owe somebody 20 grand for what? Oh, well, I was betting football games. You know, well, you make 40 grand a year. You know, so why are you, why are you pl- playing sports bets for 40 grand, you know, for some 20 of, grand rather? Some of the gambling stories that you see are just horrible. Like I, I they, have they some... go behind their, their significant other's back, whether it's a guy or a woman playing bingo or betting sports. Their houses are gone. Well, I had somebody um, kind of close to my family who uh, um, who contacted my brother Billy and said, "Hey, you know what? I don't have the money for the for the utilities this month. It's just been a tight month. Can you help me out?" And so my brother, of course, big-hearted guy, and he goes, "Yeah. What do you what do you need? Well, they're going to turn my water off. It's one forty, and that my electric is two sixty or whatever." So he came up with a number and said, "I feel more comfortable." Uh, he was just going to give this person the money, and then a very good friend of his said, "Hey, I saw so and so." At the bicycle club last night, so they were at this this poker parlor, and they and and this person was at the five hundred dollar buy in table. Oh wow! So they went in and lost the money to pay the utilities, and so then Billy then of course came back with, "Why don't you give me the name of the place that I has to pay it, and I'll pay it and put it on my card?" And they were like, "Oh no 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 no! I'll just come by if you can lend it to me. That's great." But he went, "Yeah no, I'm not doing that." So so there's somebody who at a lower level. Obviously has a gambling problem when you're taking the the money to pay your water bill the, the day before they're turning your electric off, and you lose that money when you can't afford to lose it. That's bad news. Do you have a friend, Josh? Seeing that we're not in the high baller uh, Baldwin money, mm. like you could that you would ask for your electric. But like, like I would never no, be able to I do that. I would go ask. work at McDonald's. I wouldn't ask to borrow money from anybody. Yeah. I would do if it was an emergency, like, you know, like a, like a health kids thing. Kids going to the hospital? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Same I think here, that's, same that's what that would be. Or if some catastrophic thing, you know, uh, if someone robbed me and I didn't, if you know, that I, kind of thing. If I but I don't ask my, my family for money. electric bill or my rent away, I wouldn't have the 
No, I'd go Cajones sell whatever cover. I have. I'd to sell call somebody anything. and ask them well, to cover it. Yeah, but the great the great reveal of this is that can't be the first time. Yeah. So as I go over the times this person's asked me for money, I think, oh, well, now it makes sense. Because yeah, you, right. you look at the numbers that they make per week, and then I look at what their bills could possibly be, and I think, well, you probably gamble a couple times a week, don't mm-hmm. you? You know, And not well, I might I'm add. that guy that if I get up 10 bucks, I run out of the casino. In your face! <laughs> yeah, I take it and run. Yeah, I, I went, I go to the same poker machine, I take $100, Robin and I go have dinner, we hang out, we see a show, and then I walk to this machine before we go to the room, and I put $100 in it. And five times in a row... I tripled, quadrupled my money, and then as soon as I, it was more than what the night was going to cost me, I cashed the ticket. Exactly right. So, so the dinner, you know, it's no joke out there. That that steakhouse mm-hmm. there is nice, and we're going with another couple, so it's four hundred and something. So I put a hundred in, and if as soon as, if I crack four, whatever the bill is, I know yeah. the bill is, or if it's just her and I, it's one twenty and or one fifty, and I look at that as soon as I crack the number. I cashed the ticket out. Yeah, same here. I got up 25 bucks at Del Lago on a poker machine, and I cashed out. My friend goes, are you serious? We just got we got here like 30 minutes ago. I go, yeah, yeah, but I'm winning. I'm, I'm done. Up. Well, I'm I got I to gotta weigh that balance mm-hmm. of alcohol, one because Robin only drinks one glass of wine. If she goes even towards the second glass, she's going to pass out in the room. She's a total lightweight. Nice. So I got to get the meal, see the show. She has the glass of wine. Play the game pretty quickly and get her up to the room before she passes out. <laughs> it's a very delicate balance. It's very, it's tricky. Yeah, you got to be careful. So what rolls on for the first time in league history? The NBA will allow players to wear sneakers of any color at any point during the upcoming season. Finally, the NBA is not racist against shoes. I like it. It's a like so it. what, right? No, it's not a so what. It's very important. I didn't know that was a rule. It yeah, is a you rule. Had to, yeah. The rule is part of the NBA's ongoing effort to allow its players to be expressive on the this court. This is going right. to be Grandpa Polly. Your team should all wear the same shoes. Oh, my team. God. You should all go out there in the same uniforms. Okay, but but here's why I think that they're doing it. I think that they're doing it because, for this, particularly the star players that have a shoe deal, they make more money on the shoe deal than they make in the NBA. The endorsements that they make, the, the upper echelon players. So... By allowing them to express themselves in their own shoe and make that shoe popular, you're also allowing them to make more money because we're getting to a point now where you're not going to be able to support the league anymore with the amount of money it costs to pay these players. You just you're you're, you're gonna you're gonna price out the little just guy. Just the same color shoes. It doesn't have to be the same brand. So if Lonzo Ball wears his big baller brand sneakers, all the Lakers have to no, wear them. No, that's. Did you just not hear that's what no, I you said? No, no, no he, didn't say, he didn't say. He didn't say. Actually, I'm going to. I'm going to correct you, young man. What he is implying that if the Lakers sneakers are going to be yellow and that's their color, then you have to have a big baller yellow versus the guy who wears Nike wears a yellow rendition versus an Adidas okay. yellow. Okay. He wants them all to be the same color so base. Okay. He did mouth. not say the same shoe. Is that correct? What yes, you were trying to I say, will sir? come across Thank this you. table wow. and pummel your face. Holy Make my God. day. Holy Make God. my day. He went Clint Eastwood 30 gum. years on you. That line came out before he was born. Make did you say make me gay? What did you say? <laughs> no, I didn't say Wow. That. I was going to say a little late. But anyway, Go ahead. Um, make my day. Make my day. <laughs> That's your best Make gun. my day. <laughs> An unnamed NFL team interested in acquiring Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. allegedly hired a private investigator to follow him around during the spring. Who cares? 
But they fine. Well, hang on a second. So before they were willing to make a deal with him. So before he had a contract They with the wanted Giants, to see what he was up to. Yeah, we don't know who the team was, but they well, hired a, a PI to follow him around to make sure he was worth the money. It was after the video came out with well, that's the right. cocaine. That's right. Yeah, the video came out with and it was implied that there was cocaine. <laughs> make my cocaine. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Cocaine. <laughs> the video came out with the cocaine. Have you ever considered doing a rap album? Can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I thought you were going to ask if you ever considered doing cocaine. <laughs> I thought you were going to oh, ask that. Too. I never considered that myself. I, I'm on it now. This is fast as oh, I go. I can't slow it down. Listen to how fast I'm speaking. Yeah, listen. I'm going a mile a minute right now. And finally. <laughs> Which NFL team do you think is the most expensive to be a fan of? And I will tell you the criteria. The San Francisco 49ers. Uh, no. Hold on. What, what's the criteria? So the criteria is if okay. you were to attend all 16 regular season games of an uh, NFL team, mm -hmm. and if it's more than five hours away from your house, you have to fly. So taking accommodations, travel, tickets, and food, what would be the most expensive team in the NFL I will give you the number, too. It'll cost $7,991. The New England Patriots. I'll say Dallas. Los Angeles. The most expensive team to be a fan of is your Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Really? I bet you the airplane tickets flying into town. Yeah. Number two is Houston Texans. Number three is Oakland Raiders. It's... it's it, so, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So, that includes ticket so, costs? So that, so, that means... Because there's direct flights... Uh, even from L.A. on JetBlue. And so is, is there a, a, a classification, like you're flying first class or something? Or oh, it just says travel. It's, it was done by a site, like a kayak. The site's called home to go and what it does is it, like, books you flights so and whatnot. Oh, it's a so what? It must include tailgating, too. The cheapest team, well, the bottom two, Polly will like this, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Cheapest teams to be fans of. You're a huge steel curtain. You know, I'm, I'm I'm going on the road to a Steelers game this year. Don't go in the winter; it's the worst. I'm going in the locker room the whole bit. Cool. I'm taking my bu my buddy Doug's son Ben. He's a huge, huge. Yeah, you uh, you outbid bid me for the Antonio Brown. I did. Autograph. I did. I <laughs> I'm going to take Benny in the locker room to meet Roethlisberger and Brown, and and uh, it's going to be uh, an exciting time. I got to pick the game. What's the game we go to to do that? I'd have to. Yeah, I'd go to the Ravens game, of course. And is that? Uh, oh wait, that would be a lot easier if we went to the. Isn't the Raven? Isn't Baltimore much closer than Pittsburgh? Yeah. You gotta go across. No, the, they're both about six hours. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Pittsburgh's only six hour drive. Yeah, right up ninety. Oh, I gotta take, I'm taking the big guy. Let's go to break. You got another gonna, kicker? I got a kicker if you want. Yeah, a kick want a kicker now? Kick it. This was this kicker was found by one real deal Neil Holyfield. Wow. Oh. Football player, soccer player. It's England. Gary Mabbitt was having his safari in South Africa when he woke up to find blood all over his sleeping bag. 57-year-old freaked out, jumped out, and realized that overnight a rat had eaten his toe. He's diabetic. He has low circulation in his feet, did not feel it, and was awoken to the sight of a toe gnawed off by a rat in South Africa. You know, more importantly, to not make this a so what, which toe did the rat eat? Big toe. That is not a so what with the big toe. That's Sergeant Holka. Do you remember Sergeant Holka? No, I don't. You don't remember Sergeant Holka? No. I'm going to go to break. We're going to come back with the Sergeant Holka on my phone. I'm going to play it into it. Oh, I can't wait. I hate when I do that.
can't wait. Why don't you just tell me what it is? We'll Google it, and I'll play it off the computer. Sergeant Hulka, I believe... You can tell me during the break. No, I, I can tell you right now. Sergeant Hulka, I believe, is in the movie um, uh, Bill Murray in Stripes. And he has that thing, and Bill Murray says, and this is our new buddy, our new big toe, Sergeant Hulka. Let's go to that. We'll come. We'll go well, to break. Glad right we back. got through that. Thank oh you. wow! This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. I'm going to volunteer my leadership to this platoon. An army without leaders is like a foot without a big toe. And Sergeant Hulka isn't always going to be there to be that big toe for us. I think that we owe. A big round of applause to our newest, bestest buddy and big toe, Sergeant Hulka. Yeah, baby. Bill Murray, ladies and gentlemen, in the movie Stripes. <laughs> the least funny scene in the, one of the funniest movies of all time. <laughs> it, was great, it was a great scene. Was, uh, some scenes set up the humor, young man. You need to pay attention. How come Alec blew you off today? He didn't really want to talk to you. Were you alarmed at that? No. He's Is your very popularity busy. sliding? He's a very busy man. He's uh, reading over my new script for the latest <laughs> Batman movie. I heard you guys are going to do something together on that. I heard there's a collaboration going on. He's going to play Bat Dad, and I'm going to be the mole. I think, it's, I think it was great that we looked up on the Batman thing, and there was a mole character in the cartoons. It was one of the bad guys. If you don't go as that for Halloween, or you, do you guys do anything? This place is so lame. Do you do any anything for Halloween? Do you right. do like a big Halloween thing? Here's something. All right, tell me. If you dress up as an adult for Halloween at work, this is like the Jersey you're thing. You're a psychopath. What are you talking you about? You don't dress up for work if you're an adult. Let you're me, either a me, school let, teacher, let, 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 listen, or a psychopath. Listen, let me throw something at you. This is why you live alone. Good. And, okay. I'd rather die alone. When than I dress tell up on Robin Halloween. that we're going to go do something for Halloween. And she comes out with a cat girl outfit on or whatever. It is worth the price of admission, my friend. It is well worth the price of admission. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, so what are you saying? I'm saying work. You don't go to work dressed up in I, a costume. I, I, I was not asking whether we're going to come into work. I was I was wondering, and why am I even wondering this? Because the answer is no. Let's have a party. Do then. we Let's do? do so, exactly. Let's my have a God. party. Can Let's have a get, party with the listeners. You are Nancy. Neg exactly. There you go. Let's go do throw down in conjunction Dress with like, up like your favorite athlete. Delago or one of those places and have a big, the funky. Let's do it. Yeah. Dress up like your favorite athlete. Dad athlete. Zombie athlete. Oh, I like it. Zombie athletes. I'll be Tony Gwynn. Wow. Huh? <laughs> I'll be dead Ruth. <laughs> wow. Do you like that? I like that. I just came up with that on my own. Thank you. I'm going to have to kill my Gump, favorite what do you do for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> right. I have to kill Bernie. <laughs> oh, Does he have a poster of Bernie Williams in your bedroom? <laughs> no. You should oh, wait, yes. I thought you, I'm going to kill Odell else. Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, Odell Beckham, did you take a look at this contract? Before we do that, well, we're just... Where's the whiteboard, Gump? Oh, we're paying on Gump still? Cool. The shipping receipt said it could come between 8.30 and 5 today. Does it have a tracking number on it? Uh, You'd have to look at the receipt. It's coming here to That's the office? That's your job. Yeah, it's coming here. <laughs> look at it's the coming here. It's coming here. And, and then the drum roll is... We still don't think it's going to fit, right? It's going to fit inside because you did not measure according to what I said. Yes. It will stay <sighs> in the box if it comes after the show, and we'll do it on air tomorrow. Yeah, we got to do a reveal on the show. No cheating, Gump. Okay. No cheating, no taking it out. He's going to hold the box. It's, I hope it's this wide. It's addressed to Polly, so he gets it. When he gets wow. It. 
Oh, I measured wrong. I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm thinking, is there a way to like it, um, adhere suction cups to the back of it to put it on the glass? We could just then? use uh, the 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 non-sticky the 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 what's that <laughs> the, the, the goo stuff? <laughs> what's the gooey stuff, Josh? That you stick things to the wall with, this, so it doesn't velcro. Stick. No, there's command like, strips. Yeah, something like that. Good command strip. That's what it is. Wow. I'll command go buy strip. some. You came out of that with Commander, quickly. Commander Fatty. <laughs> do these sound things really do anything? No. Yes, they do. They're just there. They stop sound they? from bouncing around if you got a loud, annoying voice like I do. You don't have a loud, annoying voice. Oh. All, right, all right. Let's talk about Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. I love so, him. So I'm <laughs> no. He's not going anywhere. He ain't I'll cry. Going. Yeah, he's not. Okay. He's you worth guys every goddamn penny. You guys were wrong about Odell Beckham. We were. Daniel said he wasn't going to be a giant. I was I about to cry. I did. I think the Giants made a mistake. I did. Really? I don't. Yeah, I they don't. got a 90 year old man throwing him the football. Yeah. Uh, the three time Pro Bowler <laughs> can receive a maximum of $95 million over the course of the deal. 90 million base value plus 5 million in incentives. With $65 million in total guaranteed money, a source told ESPN's Yosina Anderson, including $41 million fully guaranteed at signing. So what's interesting about this deal is I would have thought, as you break it down, more of it was incentive stuff. Uh, and I like incentive-laden uh, contracts because they're based on performance and, and you know, you're not loggered with... Uh, um, guaranteed monies for a guy who's not playing or who's injured or who has an off year. Um, unfortunately, when you're the wide receiver, um, it, you're more dependent on what the quarterback does and how good he's playing for you to catch that many balls. And so you're telling me if Odell Beckham shatters his ankle on game one, he still gets $61 million? If Odell, Oh, yeah. If what, he, what's the total? $41 million, fully guaranteed. Yeah, that was sixty-five. Okay, so let me read this to you again. Uh, the three-time Pro Bowler can receive a maximum $95 million over the course of the deal. $90 million base salary plus $5 million in incentives. With $65 million in total guaranteed money, a source told ESPN's Yosina Anderson, including $41 million fully guaranteed at signing, which really means when you break it down, if, God forbid, he signs a contract and gets in an airplane accident, his family gets $41 million. That's really the guarantee. Okay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hmm. listen, he's, uh, you know, Hall of Fame numbers, he's a great player and blah, blah. I would have thought, though, um, that he he had the ability to command where he wanted to go, I mean, I would have thought somebody like that wants to go with Garofalo over in San Francisco, or he could he could have gone anywhere. Well, why do he stay with New York, Neil? Yeah, he that's... wants to stay in New York. He didn't want to go anywhere. Major market boys. Yeah, the market uh, the market share for him in um, in surplus income, which is far greater. With you know, just do the math. There's 14 million people in New York. You know, so he does. He does bode well. I also think... The blow's he, better in New York. I was going to say, I also <laughs> think... You're I damn also think, right it is. I also think he likes the nightlife and he <laughs> likes what's going on in New York. And he's a New York cat. You know, he wants to be in New York. San Fran might be a little too laid back for him, so... Is, is Odell Beckham one of your heroes, Neil? He's one of my favorite players, yes. Would you do anything for him? Yes. He, he asked <laughs> you to hide a body. You'd hold a hide a body for Odell Beckham? And in and, and a heartbeat. Wow. Wait, at what age do you grow out of the he's my hero? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that there's a bit of a um, a, a different upbringing for you than there was for me. But, you know, so, um, yeah, you're still, 
you're still in that place uh, that I was when I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that's not a criticism, but, you know, it just, uh, yeah, I was way past that. I couldn't. Like Odell Beckham is a great player, I get from, it, but he's just another from guy. From the age of 17 my... to 27, I couldn't have told you who played for the Giants. You know what yeah. I mean? I was so far removed from all that stuff for a yeah. while. Like, I wanted to be Terry Kennedy as a kid. That's like the most obscure reference. Like, I wanted to be a catcher. And, and you became Terry Kennedy yeah, Jr. I became actually. a catcher. <laughs> You became one of, I just hurt one, my of own feelings. Prolific, one of the most prolific catchers I've ever known. Uh, wow. Murdered. You hurt yourself. He I cuts. know. Well, you cannot uh, open the door that wide and not expect me to step in, get I it? know. <laughs> open the door that wide, step in. Let's take in. a break after Thank that. You. We'll be back with more, with more crack cocaine jokes. No. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. It's on. Okay, it's on. Too sure. many times conversations happen off the air that don't happen on the air. And I, Neil just said something. I, I got to say, I, I need to digest it more. So let me recap if you don't please, mind. Please, please. So I can get your commentary. Yeah, and I just want to say, the word fan means fanatic. Right, Is right. this beyond so, fanatic? Well, this is what was posed. So we were talking about going all the way back to Neil's reveal that he has a Bernie Williams poster in his room and he's still very much affected by his loyalty to certain sports teams. He said, quote, I would die for Odell and Elon. Right, right. He would so, die. So, 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 Josh then posed the question, if Odell Beckham walked in this room right now, would you have sex with him? And your answer was? Yes. Oh, would. <laughs> he would. I would do anything for Odell. But why? Why? Because he's Odell. God. He would do one damn thing for you. If, Od- if you were at the game, you're in the tunnel. And Odell says, "Keep it clean. <laughs> I'm going to score multiple touchdowns today if you have sex with me. You're, you're taking it for the it team, aren't you? Oh, yeah. It wouldn't take the multiple <laughs> no! touchdowns. It's Is weird. It, that, that, well, so so the the question that was begged by me was, um, why would you do that? Yeah, so, like, so, and, and you, you know, and you said, what you, what were you going to get? So are you looking for some kind of reward beyond the obvious? Free jersey." <laughs> I'll get an autographed pair of clays. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about your your I do, your, I do your, anything for Odell. I do anything so for him. Weird. Wow. wow. Well, this goes back to you know, like watching people throw themselves at the Beatles and the rock stars at but Elvis. Those are and, teenagers. Right, right. I, I, listen, I fully understand. I'm not pulling the couch out and lying Neil down yet. So, uh, but that was a that was a, an epic reveal. That's a hot take, by the way. Oh that's my a, god, that's that a hot is take. scalding hot. I, I can get Odell in studio for that. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm a diehard fan. You're that's not. That take was so hot. It's the leading cause of global warming. Now back to the show. Yeah, that take was so hot it blows my mind. <laughs> How hotter than Odell Beckham naked? Yeah. So well, sick. there you have it. I'm, I'm recovering right now. Um, we got two I'm, minutes. I'm, I'm recovering in the last two it's minutes. It's a game, Neil. Yeah, I, I know we can all enjoy a game, but you don't need to want to see a guy nude. I do. Yeah. Could you fun. miss a Giants game? No. No. Wow. So no matter where you are on the globe, Neil, with all the world traveling you do with that rich family of yours, you have what the NFL app on your phone. What are you doing? I don't have a rich fan. I don't know what you're talking you about. You got but a ten thousand no. dollar laptop in front of you. <laughs> That's right. It wasn't that expensive. You go to college. You got everything you yeah. need. Serena Williams wears... Uh, no, you can't... <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not done here. You're not done? Okay, we're going to do the Serena so story tomorrow. So if I schedule you for work on the day there's a Giants game... Ooh, I like 
like it. Are you coming into work or are yes. you losing? Yes, I'm coming. Because you're going to stream the game on your on your computer and watch it while you're working. I'm going to keep looking at my phone to check the score. Yes. All right. Here's the next question. Because uh, I got one too. Okay. If the Giants lose, how long is the recovery period? Yeah, what's the hangover? For well, th- this year, it was it was a lot. Like I went days of just being upset. I didn't like what? Want... Do you, what do you, are you a remote? Do you throw remotes? Yeah. Do you, no, I don't. Do you I don't beat throw up your stuff. sister because you don't like your sister. So do you, do no, you take I it don't on beat her? Up, no, I don't beat okay. up my sister. Right. I'm okay. seven years older than Neil. Her. Neil, Neil, you love your mo- you love your mother, right? Yes. Sophie's choice. You're on a boat. Eli Manning and your mother both fall overboard. You can only save one. Who do you save? My mom. My Aww. mom. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Eli Manning and Odell Beckham both go overboard. Who do you save? Odell. Eli's go- <laughs> gone in a year. He's, he's too old anyway. He's lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> he's one, too. And then right. once you get Odell back on the boat, you make sweet, passionate love with him. This is more important. You guys both had to have one. I'm going to give I'm one sure. more really quick. I just want an answer. So let's not make death the penalty. So... Eli has to go through pain, or Odell has to go through pain that would stop them from playing in a big game, or your mother has to sit there in pain for a week. Who do you let have the pain? Eli. No, Odell or your mother, and Odell can't play due to the pain. Um, but it's I just don't, pain. I don't, I don't want my mom to go through any pain. So, so you're gonna let you're gonna let Odell and let the Giants lose, and Odell doesn't play. We got Saquon Barkley. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm sure they don't mind. I'm sure they're really happy about this. But uh, this hour of brilliant radio is brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the sound. This was. I'm I gotta tell. I'm gonna be the rest of the day thinking about that hot take. Oh, the things Neil would do with Odell Beckham. <laughs> I'm shook. No I'm doubt. shook. I'm rattled. Oh my god. All right, goodbye.